episode number 62 of the Tartan Runners Shorts podcast, hosted by Tom Bryan and myself, Kyle Gregg. So, Tom, I'm sitting on your new couch just now. It's uh, in, in your new house. This is fantastic. It is. Welcome to uh, one of the new TRS HQs. It's not a new couch. It is the old couch we've moved. But, <laughs> yeah, we've we've moved. And actually, what I guess, listeners, busy week this week. Kyle's been busy with work. He's got a expecting wife. I've been busy moving, so we've got... No interview, but we've got plenty still to talk about. We've got plenty, and, and if things dry up, folks, we have got uh, our wives in the other room there. So if if you're bored <laughs> of our chat, just uh, we're not live, but we'll 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 sense that uh, we're, we're we're drying up, and we'll we'll get some some people who know what they're talking about. Exactly. So what have you been up to this last week? Oh well, uh, so so I'm looking at it's it's Thursday, the fourth of July. Independence Day. Independence Day, everyone. Happy Independence Day, all our American listeners. Yes, shout all, out to uh, the Americans. All, all hundreds of thousands of them. Um, so yeah, big shout out to you guys. Uh, so it's the 4th of July and uh, and the baby G is, is due on the 17th of July. Oof. However, it can really go anytime. You know, yes. it can go anytime, which is quite frightening when it comes to, uh, you know, when you're, you've got so much to do at work and you want your three weeks off and you're like, shit, my, I need to do my handover now. I, should, I was thinking, oh, I'll do my handover on the 17th. And I thought, well, hold on. The chances of it being born on the same day, on the, the, the 17th, yeah. it's like a 4% chance or something. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, in, in amongst training and, and work or in amongst training and looking after the wife. I'm uh, doing all my handover notes at the moment as we speak and wow. podcasting, obviously. So... so- Right, you're this. You're a perfect position to talk about this, right? So you're you're expecting a baby within the next two weeks. You're yeah. on red next alert. Next two weeks. In the next two weeks, Aye. yeah. So I'm bloody red alert, mate. <laughs> yeah. Kyle's just fallen off his chair. <laughs> how so? How do you work that with long runs? Oh, I take my phone everywhere I go. Okay. Aye, do, yeah. you, do you? I do. I do two hundred meter laps around my house. You know, about a hundred <laughs> of them. You know, check my Strava. You'll see uh, all the data. Oh, nah, there's not any data. I was going to say, there's no data on your Strava. <laughs> I do zero miles a week. See all this stuff I say about. I've been training all this time. Bullshit. Yeah. You just, you just get there on talent, mate. Yeah. Talent I, alone. Do you know what? It's, I just do. I just pretend that I'm, I'm training just to give you some, some, uh, some information or something to talk about eh? <laughs> but, so you, that's interesting because you so if you were going out what's the longest run you've done in the last like couple of weeks when you've kind of started to be on let's say amber alert so I've been doing good so where I live we're pretty we're fairly blessed with good signal so I've been taking my phone and it's on vibrate which is a first it's usually on silent and there's about <laughs> 20 missed calls from everyone uh, well from my mum usually um, and yeah, just I just, bet you shit yourself when your phone. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So what? Right, I'm gonna share this for the. So I was in a meeting on Monday, and uh, I was it was a meeting with my line manager and a couple of other you know senior management, and uh, I'm I'm chatting away to them, and I'm like, Look, my, my wife, she's going to be due anytime soon, so I've got my phone, it's on the table there, uh, so if it if it if it rings, I'm going to pick it up and and let you know. I'm going to answer it immediately, so I pick it up. And, uh, and you know when when it's a quiet small room you can hear the other person speak yeah. I'm like you alright Debbie I've got a tick I've got a tick <laughs> <laughs> I was like oh my god you've got a tick is that it oh well I'm in a meeting just now Debbie so I'll, I'll have to call you back later um, but yeah just t- remove the tick um, google it and you'll be able to remove it fairly easily uh, okay so that was that so okay, a false right. alarm so there's been a few false alarms 
Um, but, you know, luckily... But what we... Debbie was at the midwife this morning, so the baby's... It's, it's positioned... Um, it's, it's positioned in the manner that it's basically... It's imminent. Okay, uh, wow. Well, that's what the midwife says. But, you know... It's she, on the starting blocks. Yeah. She, she says, don't get... <laughs> yeah, it's on the starting box blocks, ready to... Ready to pounce. Pounce out into the open world. Um... But uh, she did say, don't get too excited because it might not come just yet. But So I'm panicking like hell. And I'm, I'm not panicking. I've got to be, I'm excited. <laughs> so you seem very I'm, chill, mate. I'm the, very... I, I, am the, I am the rock for Debbie in, nice. in, her, in her anxious state at the moment. So absolutely excited, buzzing for it. And, uh, and uh, Uncle Tommy wow. will be, uh, yeah. Uncle Tommy's already, uh, he's already offered his, his house up, haven't you? Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Well, you have a house. Well, the thing is, if, yeah, if you're, or the one that you're, yeah. If she's, you know, if she's in, 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 uh, in hospital and you, you can't stay there, then bugger, it's still going back to Alfred. You can come here, you can, uh, a cheeky, a little cheeky run on the trails exactly, next to the house, yeah, it'll be all yeah. good. I've got a wee, uh, a wee, I've got my sleeping bag in the, I've got my, my, uh, my bag in the car ready to go, my labour bag. Uh, <laughs> so Kyle's um, biggest concern yeah, I, under, I discovered tonight at dinner is Kyle's is packing a bag to the hospital which is a speedo bag which the S has fallen off of so it's a pedo <laughs> bag that he's taking into a, a maternity ward he's definitely getting chucked out yeah I, I might have to change my bag <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think of it that way but hey ho what can you do you know so uh, the, what we need to I think where am I renting in the next two weeks listeners throw out comments give us name suggestions <laughs> for baby G yeah. tell this is your opportunity to tell Debbie and Kyle what you'd like them to name this child <laughs> Yeah, that would be amazing. Uh, we have got some ideas, but and we, we, we think we're set in stone with the ideas, but TRS fans out there, if you've got any suggestions, please send them our way um, and we'll, uh, we'll, we'll endeavour to, to pick yeah. them up and consider them. And uh, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll give you a shout out if you get the right the right answer too. Well, you'll, you'll know when we tell <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. <laughs> exciting times uh, then, that is it, very exciting. It is, yeah, it's exciting. So um, I, I didn't really, it didn't really hit home until this week, really. I think, and I was like, when July came, I was like, oh god, this is the same month that Baby G is going to be. And by the way, it's not actually going to be called Baby G, <laughs> uh, but uh, not after the watch. Maybe something like yeah. uh, unless Cito Baby G, us, of course, yeah, Cito or something like that. But they will, they will, they will pay us. For I'm that. definitely buying it a Baby G. Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, so there you go. Uh, but I have been, you know, I've I've been doing doing sessions. Uh, I've been getting my training in, so it's, it's been good. it's been pretty good. But um, so, I see you've been so, doing some walking with weights on your uh, back. Yes, I have. Well, I say weights; they're not fancy weights. They're not. Well, I, I just basically got some uh, buckets of paint and some oh, bottles like of it. water and uh, a couple of Debbie's uh, Jane Fonda dumbbells in, <laughs> in there, and uh, it's just hiked up and down uh, Egg Hill. You know that? I think I've spoke to you. Has, yeah. Told everyone about Egg Hill, um, and it must have been about twenty kilograms. But boy, oh boy. It's, it's, it's pretty hard to, to walk with 20 kilograms on your back. but So twofold, one of the reasons is to get used to carrying a baby. I hope it's not 20 kilograms. Like, hey, Jesus, you never know. <laughs> You'll be safe. <laughs> if it is, then Debbie's like, she's going to be like, oh, geez, she'll be like 40 kilograms. I love the, I love the fact that's the, one of the key preps for having the baby is making sure you carry it up a hill. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but UTMB training. Uh, so I'm getting a lot of feedback saying, you know, a lot of the top guys are going for hikes, weighted hikes. Uh, it doesn't even have to be in the hills, it can be on the flat. Just a bit more weight on you and um, 
and and what you know, it's, we we spoke about that before. Uh, it's not all about running when it comes to UTMB. So you can pick up uh, a lot of um, you can become quite fairly. You've got when you run, when you train, you become more economical, more efficient. Uh, you improve your 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 movements and things. For the UTMB, it's a hundred miles, ten thousand meters of climb. It's not all going to be running, is it? Yeah. Well, if it is, I mean, I'm you know. Even your man Killian Journey, and you know he didn't. He doesn't run the whole thing because of the sheer steepness. So you've really got to be training for power hiking as well. So and that's going to hopefully. Um, so I'm going to do a little bit of that, and hopefully I can improve. Um, you know, become more economical, not only in running but also in in, in power hiking and hiking nice. up the hills fast as well. So that's going to hopefully stand me in good stead for. For uh, God, less than eight weeks to go. Yeah, Holy moly. Speak, that is crazy Jeez. as well. That's coming at you. But this week's just a, a mind feck, really, isn't oh. it? <laughs> so much happening. I'm like, oh man, that's, try to keep it together, you know. Gee whiz. So oh. that's an interesting one. The 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 walking with weights. Do you find that you feel strong? You feel like a workout? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. it does. Yeah, yeah. I mean, my back was sweating. It's hit, you know, because of the bag. You, you, yeah, of course. I had on. And it's uh, been bloody warm recently. Oh yeah, it's been really warm. So I just had a shorts and t-shirt on and um, but the moment you take it off oh you just feel like you're in clouds really you know, it's nice. brilliant if only running felt like that all the time <laughs> no way. Uh, but yeah I mean pardon me if anyone does do any long runs climbs or even you know some people get injured and can't run but they can walk try some power hiking you know it might, it might help you out folks so nice yeah, yeah. I mean you can buy these weighted vests and spend an arm and a leg but I mean, yeah, I just stuck some, some weights in a bag and off I trotted, you know, or off, a, off a hike. So, so that's really been it. But uh, one thing I'll, I'll say, though, is um, on the on the Saturday, I, I went out, I was doing some long hill reps and up uh, taps this time, oh, yeah. up taps, and uh, I got some really bad knee pain. And not Well, actually, it was Friday night, I had a sore knee on my left side, and then on the Saturday, I did my session, I was running downhill, and not only my, my right knee started getting sore, and then my left one was getting sore, so I ended up like not being able to run down hills. But I could, it was okay running up hills, mm-hmm. and it was okayish on the flat. Um, but I was like, oh shit, I've like done something to my knees. Um, so I think what I've done is, you know, post Mozart, which was only just over two weeks ago now. Um, I think I've it maybe just went went in went into downhill running too quickly. Because I was going up the hills and running fast downhills, mm-hmm. um, and I think I've maybe just you know, all that eccentric load that you're putting through your through into your your quads and in, you know into your all the load going into your knees as you run downhill and you maybe overstride your land and your heels has just caused my knees to to go whoa man you gotta calm down you know? <laughs> um, so uh, I've I've kind of just been like all right right I'll just take it easy so I've been doing Sounds the last cool. few days I've just been going mainly on the flat undulating terrain okay. uh, and I did a session yesterday I did 8 by a mile on the flat again nice. just to get some you know rhythm going in my legs again get some leg speed so I feel I've yeah. lost that uh, the last few you know 2 or 3 months um, so I, the knees are fine again Tommy Good. so that's we're Great back news. in the game again so what back about you how are you I've rambled enough. I feel no, like I'm interested. So, well, I'm interested because it's a long run. You, how was the any big ones in the go? Well, I was because uh, I guess that must be a difficult one for you now to well, get the proper long ones. Yeah, in yeah, there. yeah. Really yeah. So Sunday, I was going to do a long run, and I, I, um, 
I was going to go out for 20 odd miles um, but because of my knee the pain in my knee I was like well I better yeah, yeah, I'll see how my knees feel it might just be you know when you get the pain and it instantly when you stop running you start what it goes away oh, okay, that yeah, kind of yeah. pain um, but I was aware you know you've had knee, and yeah, knee yeah. pain and you don't really know until you test it out so I went yeah. out for a run on Sunday did, I was going to do 20 odd miles provided everything was pain free I got to about mile 6 mile 8 and I started feeling knee pain but lo and behold I'm out you know I'm about mile 6 and you know I'm 6 miles away from my house yeah of course ah oh, shit um, but what I did all I did I dropped the pace dropped the uh, you know shortened my strides and, and uh, made sure that I was I wasn't over striding I was landing nice and light on my feet and uh, I could feel my knees my knees a little bit but not hugely um, so I only did 13 miles instead of 20 uh, and, and I'm fine now you know? and, then, and then later on in the day I went for a power hike just okay, to keep good. the top it up. just to top it up a wee bit um, nice. but yeah you're right I mean you know from, from basically now uh, it's really just getting just doing as much as I can in terms of volume of not just volume like 100 miles a week it, it's not just going to be about mileage it's probably going to be about more duration of, of exercise yeah, yeah. And, uh, and elevation as well yeah. So, you know, getting that up a little bit more now is important. Um, maybe complementing some of the training I'm doing on the bike, on the turbo. Uh, using the stair climbers, you've been using that this week as well. Okay. You know, the wee, the wee stepper you get, you, yeah, yeah, you yeah. just, you know, you, put, you don't actually climb. It's not actual stairs. You just, you know, it, it kind of, you've got to try and keep the push, push down to keep the, the stairs up, if that makes uh, sense. Oh, yeah, I know what you it's mean. It's one yeah. of those things. If that, that's probably not the best description, listeners. But I think I know, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I've been doing that because I think going up hills, I really need to start focusing on really getting lots, you know, a bit more power output from my legs, especially that period of time. So, yeah. Um, so that's one, one thing I'll be doing. I'm trying to get my speed up a little bit again because I, I think it's, it is a strength of mine. So I think yeah, I definitely. really get back to good bit of speed that'll be good um, and then uh, a, a few long runs back you know not maybe not just like a, a big long 50k one week I might do 50k then 20 miles the following day like you know like a back to back type run so like almost like top heavy and then recovering the rest of the week so lots of things I'm doing in there and also just thinking about nutrition and also not just nutrition but the, the timings of when I'm going out for runs oh, as well. Of course, so, yeah, yeah. Like, for example, I mean, paternity leave, and, and you know, I'm going to have three weeks off, and I'm going to be a busy guy. <laughs> yeah. Sleep deprivation training is, is the perfect time to get that's the sleep true, deprivation yeah, that's training true. Uh, for UTMB. So, I'm basically, whenever I get a chance to go out, I'll do it. It doesn't matter what time it is, because I'm going to be off anyway for three weeks. Yeah. Uh, so it's actually, you know, I know it sounds it sounds like, oh, Kyle, people will be listening and go, Kyle, you, you're going to be our dad. But, you know, we'll, we'll work together. And, yeah, and yeah. Wherever I can squeeze it in, I'll squeeze it in. Yeah. And, uh, and make sure Debbie's uh, looked after and Baby G's looked after too. Yeah. So, you know, not, the, the number one priority is making sure they're okay. And then, uh, you know, and then and everything else will hopefully uh, fall into place after that. So I think what's good is, because you had Mozart only two weeks ago, that was a hell of an effort, hell of yeah. a run. So... You've got a massive training benefit of that. Yeah. And I think as well, like, I was going, oh, shit, I've got, like, less than eight weeks to go. And I was like, oh, I need to get training. But actually, I, I've not really had... And when I look back on my training, I know it's not on Strava, and I will get my sessions on. <laughs> I've got a massive wide load in this, he this is, watch. I to, can assure you, he is, listeners, he is wearing a... Yeah. What a looks to be a super watch, yeah. Yeah. 
so I will I will get my uh, my strap on. Uh, I, I don't really uh, I don't really get many followers these days. <laughs> That's maybe why people like yeah. this guy doesn't even run anymore. But. Rubbish. Whenever I get a new follower, I can tell that someone listens to the podcast because <laughs> I honestly every single time people that are also following Kyle Gregg, Robbie Simpson, <laughs> yeah. it's always that too. I'm like, I'm nice. I'm obviously just an afterthought. Like, actually, I'm going to see how Job is trained as well. Similar friends. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure Chris Richardson's already in there as well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But your, your, your training's interesting though. It's, it's got a story to tell though. Because all that data that you've set, and you, you tend to yeah, do most of your runs on. I do all People of look at your training and not only do, do people look at it and see like, what, are you, what are you doing and you know what were you doing like two years ago, and and then yeah. what are you doing now? Or what and you you're gonna do that too, aren't you? Yeah, you're oh, I do like, that for sure. Like especially when it comes to like big races, it's really interesting to know what type of running you're doing uh, in the run up to a race, and uh, maybe not necessarily afterwards, but certainly before it can be it can be good and it could give you some ideas and what type of sessions. Uh, or maybe you know if you had a really good run, a really good race. In, in, in a year later you go remember that really good race I did what did I do in the yeah, build up yeah. yeah and even even what your or, 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 splits were like or even sorry bye or look at you know, what did you do before hard hard mirrors yeah <laughs> absolutely jack <laughs> that'll be why I ran shite then eh? but, uh, so yeah so I think um, yeah I think it'll, it'll be I'm looking forward to the UTMB. It's, uh, but I've got a lot of work to Very do. Exciting. I really do have a lot of work. Eight to weeks do. is a long time, though. We yeah. spoke, we spoke last week about how six weeks. I think six weeks is the magic number to get in, you know into into better shape. Yeah. But to be honest, you've got you know eight weeks. You're already in good shape. Eight weeks is eight weeks is a solid block. Yeah, yeah. and I, and I do look. You know, going back to my my point, uh, I do look back and what I've been doing, and I really don't ha- haven't had much time off, um, and and that's something I I always say like I mean. You know, when I, I got my 10k PB a while back, you know, it, it took it, it wasn't just over two months, it was over two years, three years, four years, five years yeah. of like a, a, a progressive build up from when I was running three times a week to uh, you know, like twice double days, Monday to Friday, Saturday, Sunday, you know, take the odd day off here and there. And it's the same with this, you know, ultra running, like I've, I've been slowly. Of, uh, you know when you you bring all your ses- training you've been doing the last couple of years and you, even 10 years like I wouldn't be able to do an ultra the way I, I do it if it wasn't for the speed I had before in that mm-hmm. building blocks that foundation and building that foundation is important so when it comes to like peaking always think about like you might go oh my average the last four weeks was like 60 miles a week but instead of taking your average for the last four weeks take your average for the last six months yeah. take your average the last 12 months or even longer than that and and maybe have use that as a as a goal instead of mm. just thinking and um, it's it's got to be the two months and because consistency is key oh, and, and absolutely if you, if you can keep that you know you do that and, and do it sensibly then you're going to get a huge amount more um long longevity out of your running and for me the key because a lot of people talk about consistency and it's so important and the key to getting consistency is routine yeah and like what i saw a really interesting post uh, I think it was Sophie uh, Dunnett. Oh, you know, yeah, Andy yeah. Dunnett's coach. Is it uh, so, beef, performance? Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. So, apologies, Sophie. Really that's terrible. <laughs> but Sophie put because there was a great post up on, uh, and it was talking about um, about the consistent the importance of consistency in training. I think she was actually sharing James Stewart's uh, oh, Twitter. Yeah, that's right. And yeah, I thought it was a really yeah. good I post. Think, did, he do, did he do a blog or was it? 
James did the blog or was it? I'm so not sure. Performance was, endurance for, training. That's performance right. endurance training. That's it. Uh, which is if you're that's a great uh, a great Facebook so into a account to follow. There's always a lot of really good stuff on there. Um, and yeah, the, the the post it was James Stewart. I'm sure it was. There was, was a post about uh, consistency, which is shared with, with some of our own comments on on consistency. And uh, um, one thing there is consistency, 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 consistency. We've got it up in front of us now. Um, and it was all about you know knowing what's right for you, knowing what you're training for, you know pacing, pacing at you know what you can handle consistently. But it talked about um, it talked about routine and social consistency. And it said you know one thing I liked is. It reflects on Tuesday is club night. You know, embrace that. And if you are someone, I'm someone who goes to a club training. So for me, Tuesday is completely grounded in my week of, it's not even a question. On a Tuesday night, I'm going at 6.30 yeah. to train. I may not do the club session, yeah. but I'm doing a session on a Tuesday at 6.30. And it takes something really out of the ordinary for me to move that. Yeah. And then, and I think there's a lot of people who don't maybe train with clubs or member of clubs and don't, and don't go to training. And if, if you can, and I get people don't always live near to their clubs, but if you can, it's a really good way to get to become consistent and just give yourself that commitment. Right? Do you know what? I'm going to go to one club night a week, and I'm going to go to one club long run a week. Yeah. And that is suddenly you've got two key sessions in a week that are there. And once it becomes social, you get your what's the word I'm looking for? You're accountable. And I know if yeah. I don't turn up, the boys I train with, the DPH, yeah. they're not. You know, they'll, they'll be training for sure. Oh yeah. And yeah. they'll be calling me out if I'm not. Yeah. So, so what are you doing? Why are you being so lazy? You know. What, what have we done? What have we done to upset you? Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So have a look at that. If uh, performance endurance training list is really good, and that was a, that particular post was cool about consistency. But um, yeah, really, uh, really interesting stuff. Yeah. So talking about consistency, then how's your how's your week been going then? So last so, week was one of those weeks where consistency kind of dropped out the window. Unfortunately, I, I mean. I got uh, it was a sixty mile week. I did I did get the Strava's filled up load on my runs, but um, I went along to the club on Tuesday night uh, and I did a a ten miler. It was a sort of one of these classic club long run nights where you just you know essentially go hard on a standard route, yeah. which is good because I haven't done that ten mile loop in I found out four years actually. Oh really? So I was able oh, to benchmark. Goes along Bridge of Dawn and Dunstan. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah. No, so a, quite a lumpy ten miler. Yeah. So I did that and I went out. I went out with a steady run in mind, so I was running yeah. like six fifteen, six twenties, uh-huh. up to B and Q, and then you know the pace just comes on. And oh like, yeah, it you push on, up. especially yeah. head downhill, and you start pushing on. And then I remember we used to run it with the boys I used to train with, so guys like Ali McMillan and Barry yeah. Gibson and um, those sort of lads, and we we used to always run like sixty six minutes for that, and think we were absolute heroes, and we always <laughs> talked about the holy grail of breaking sixty minutes. Yeah, and with about four miles to go, I thought I can't be far off six minute mile pace here. Yeah, yeah. Big downhill, really pushed the downhill, and eventually we got onto the. I, I got onto the flat, you know, just at the Hadigan. Yeah. And you run from the Hadigan all the way back along uh, to St Macker and down. Yeah. And I was motoring you along. You've got that hill though to the Hadigan, don't you? Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then you get that's out. tough actually. Yeah, yeah. It is. So oh. I was pushing by that stage. At the steady pace had gone out the window. I was pushing on, thinking, "Can I go under sixty minutes here?" Anyway, I was sixty minutes and seventeen seconds. Oh. And I, I re- with about two miles to go, I realised this Did isn't you know? this isn't on. Well, I, up until then, I thought this is touch and go. And at two miles to go, I dropped like a five forty-five, and I felt controlled, but. Yeah. I thought I could go, even if I go hard, hard here, I'm just outside it. Uh, but it was cool. It was really good to run an old That's room hard. Though, yeah. So it was, anyway, so did really. You message the, the boys. And I did message that. the boys. <laughs> yeah, I used to run it with. 
So I tell you what, I'm, I'm definitely, you heard it here, I'm going to try and, I think I'm going to run sub 60 minutes on that this summer, that'd be cool. So there's, really there's good. A, there, listeners, if you haven't followed Tommy yet, Tom, Brian, Strava, get, get yes. follow them. So the, re- the reverse follow Tesco his, 10. story. So anyone who's into any Aberdeen or Northeast listeners, get yourself, have a look at my Strava, get yourself around the reverse Tesco 10, starting and finishing at ASV, it's a, it's a classic, and that was really good, because I ran that, and I felt, I was, I felt really good, and I came off of it, real confidence booster, and then Wednesday night we podcasted, we talked about did some hills, which was good, but then Friday we moved, now what was quite interesting, Fiona when she was chatting to her coach Mike, uh, about the, the plan for the weekend, apparently Mike had said to Fiona, you know you're moving, you're moving, and Fiona, you know you might not get a run in. Fiona said, you know, much like me being naive, we're, we're thinking, Ugh, rubbish. We'll get a run in, get a run in, and the day of the move, just couldn't get a run in. You know what it's like. It was just, and I'm actually we, quite early. I embraced it and thought, I'm not going to run today, but um, I was amazed at a day like that. How it just write, it writes off everything. Like by the time we we met in the morning, sorting out, packing up the flat. And then by the time we dealt with the actual handover of the keys and all that, uh, and get picking up the keys, coming to the house, um, then coordinating a, a removal van, and I've got my dad up who was amazing and came up and helped with his car, toing and froing, and then we came in and they're still laying the flooring in the house, and so it got to like late evening, and I'm like, it's like nine o'clock now, I can't be asking for a run, you know, I'm just moving to a new house, so let's just yeah. sit, and it was fine, but it was one of those days where you kind of just think, Do you know what? You've said this before, and you're absolutely right. Losing one run is not the end of the yeah. world. But that it goes back to that, isn't it? You look at instead of just looking back on your week or your four weeks, look back in your half year, and you exactly. don't even know like the, when you average it. all the numbers out. It's not even one missing one run doesn't dent your your average uh, for the for the for the week. You know, exactly. so uh, no, I mean it, it, to be honest as well. Like think about all that moving you were doing how much exercise yeah, you, yeah. you probably got more power hiking than I did <laughs> I did half an hour <laughs> and do you know what it was baking on the weekend yeah so I was like so anyway sweating like an absolute dog moving and on Saturday I had, we had, I had to go and sort some stuff out in town so I couldn't get out first thing in the morning and uh, and anyway came back to go for the uh, go for a run at about 2 o'clock heat of the day baking hot and I thought right we've got quite a nice flat kilometre loop around this oh, yes. loop, and I thought I'll do a session and I, I, I'm ashamed to say I had to bail out the session oh, like, I went through the, I went through just over a kilometre of this but it was supposed to be like a 5k time trial and it's I thought, quite yeah it's, is it flat though it's, it's quite kind of lumpy it's it? a wee bit lumpy yeah mm-hmm. and anyway with the the, the he- temperature I was sweating I was just tired from the move I just thought you know what this is not I'm not I'm going to blow up here I'm not going to very good session was on the Saturday I was on the Saturday so in the end I just did an 8 mile run that's but, not bad then but this is so Didn't this is another reason and I'm just listening to excuses here but another reason why it didn't go so well is I was absolutely shattered and do you know why I'm shattered I've moved into a you're moving house wait and one more yeah you're right but moved into a new house what, are, what do we not have on our windows Kyle glass we have glass. <laughs> what is curtains. missing up there? Curtains. We have no curtains. Oh, I see. <laughs> and so Saturday morning, it's the middle of June. Sun comes up about 4am. It's like 3am. 3am. So we got to bed, I don't know, like 11 or 12. Honestly, two or three hours sleep. I couldn't get back to sleep after the sun came up. And anyway, for the next night, we put up a 
car Carport. didn't do the job. So like all week, I've been waking up super early, which has been great for work. Have you not got like a, a an eye mask or anything? So we do have eye masks now. Why did you not put that on? I did put it on, but mine keeps coming off. Just, just, put, a pants. Pants. just put a pair of pants yeah. on the sides. A pair of pants. I like <laughs> that. In the past. Stick a pair of pants on your head and just go to sleep. You're, you're sleeping anyway. No one's going to know mm. unless you're... True. I'm, I, anyway, I, I'm just... So this week has been... Kyle and I were talking about this sleep apps and stuff, and someone sleep. Someone we're going to talk about in a future podcast. Yeah. But I was this week. I'm just. I'm very aware. I'm running on. I'm sort of getting like six hours a night, seven hours a night, which is for me is not enough, and I feel shattered. And I, I went for a run today, and oh, sluggish, <laughs> really sluggish. But anyway, so just to finish my week, I got a twenty miler on Sunday, which was good. And it's not in Strava, so it's, it's not. So not Strava, us. as many listeners will attest. Strava had a nightmare on Sunday. There was like heard, news, yeah. there was on the news like, was Strava's it? down, Strava's <laughs> down. As a fashion, Rico's feet to see where his of course. Grew, yeah. yeah, we'll come to Rumbos. that. Was, it wasn't there, I or everyone else's. I was like, jeez. Strava said a blackout, but was it not Garmin? Was it not an, an I think it was Garmin, Garmin yeah. yeah. But some people's came up late, and mine, anyway, mine hasn't come up, so uh, it's, it's on my Garmin, so I know what happened. I can sleep easy based on that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's been a it was a tiring weekend. Uh, it was a good weekend. Delighted to have moved, but it was just the running did. Uh, was I was pleased to get a solid week through it. So anyway, sixty miles is good, and yeah, well, I'm, now, not, I, I'm looking at that. That's, that's good then. I mean, you know, you're, you're having a sixty mile week from from what you actually what happened was, and then fifty five. What, what did you get the week before that? I was fifty five with the race yeah. on Friday, and then I did the bike go here. Yeah. And then, so, so, you, so you got good good volume of, and then yeah, on the, the week well, before decent. that you uh, 68 70 72 72 look at oh, that there you go look at that jeez yeah. did you go out for that you know when you I mean li- listeners I'm sure you've all done it and don't say you haven't if you haven't you, 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 maybe you're, you're, you're wired differently uh, god you've done it so many times that yeah. Was, yeah that one I, I should have rounded that the third week up you should have yeah so you know folks when you write your targets 80 miles you finish your Sunday run and you think you've done your 80 miles you get to 79.9 miles or 79.5 miles or something what do you do folks do you go out for a run or do you just leave it there what, what would you do I would uh, I would go out I would, I would go out but I'm I'm aware you, enough of my showered, mileage if you showered right and you uploaded it at 11 o'clock on a Sunday night and I would, you had I would, I would 7 mile to go I wouldn't go out and if it was a 100 mile week so if you, what would you do? 99.7 miles. 99.2 miles. If it was for the 100, I would probably do it. Although you could argue there's a class in just leaving it as it is and showing, you know, yeah. I, can, I, I don't care. <laughs> I've seen, to be fair, I've seen uh, I've seen Rico do that. He's run like a 99.5 mile week and I've, I just left it. And he's he? not fast, yeah. Oh, he's God. broken 100 miles quite a few times. Yeah. So I guess it's, it's not... Just, a, it's the norm for, 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 for a big yeah. high mileage guy like that, yeah. <laughs> but I, I just switched mine to kilometres. Oh, yeah, that's yeah, a good joke. That. Well, that's an interesting point, right? We talk about volume and consistency, and I'm, okay, 100-mile week is a big week. I know a lot of like folks say, think, oh, yeah, marathon training, 100-mile week. I think it's I think that's a big week for most people, to be honest. But I know there's a few European guys I work with who run, you know, at a high standard, and for them, 100K is, is like a big, a big week. week yeah. and, and then they start talking about 120. So it's funny how you get trapped in whatever's imperial. Yeah. Now I was reading, I read a, I was reading a book about sort of endurance running and coaching and stuff last year. 
and uh, the great what's his name um, Arthur Lydiard oh, yeah. apparently he used to talk about the conversion for in terms of duration for the everyman is 10 hours oh, so if I look okay. at so if yeah. I look at my running last few weeks so when I did so 72 miles I was 8.5 hours 72 miles I was 8.5 yeah. 71 miles I was 8.36 so my duration is quite consistent whereas it's quite consistent with your your mileage as well. Yeah. Whereas if I go, so if I go back, say I go back to when I was doing my solid uh, training ahead of Frankfurt, I was so if I'm t- so there you go. Ten hours six, nine thirty four, nine thirty three, eight oh five, nine thirty two, nine twenty two, seven fifteen. So the ten hour ten hours I think is a pretty good indicator of a big week. Yeah. Regardless of your pace. Yeah. So because you, you see a lot of like I, if someone is slower, they are not going to run a hundred mile a week. It'll be such a huge yeah. load on them. Yeah. But you can target maybe duration more. I think we've talked about that before. And, yeah. Okay, I'm not saying go out and do a ten hour week. I'm not. Uh, I'm certainly not qualified to say that. But I think focus on your duration maybe rather than your mileage. But whatever it is, get it consistent. Yeah. I think that's a, you're absolutely right, and I think um, a lot of people do get bogged down in distance. Which really, for if you're if you're running a fifty minute ten k, and you're running a in a thirty minute ten k, like two people, that's two different. You can't be aiming for the same mileage. Like someone who's running yeah. a fifty minute ten k shouldn't be going a hundred miles. Like they no, just they shouldn't be going to that at all because it's not gonna. If the if they're running a fifty minute ten k, unless you're doing like a big ultra, so even an ultra, I would. I would say you, you really shouldn't, I, I, you know, from my point of view, I don't think uh, you, you, you're always running 100 miles as an ultra runner. Is, uh, it might work for some people. Um, people can go to 120 miles as an ultra runner and it'll work for them. Um, there's people I know who run 50 miles a week and that works for them too. And they're just as good. The, yeah. the, the level of performance is just as good, which... Uh, is interesting too because they're tra- yeah because you're as you said yeah. they're training at their but then, ability yeah and again we just we then go back to um you know for you you have you're looking at on that week how many hours a week you're doing but it's over time where it's it can become important and again that consistency if you just do a 10 hour week and then a five a two hour week the next week and then you do another a, a 20 hour week and then you do a one hour week it's it's like well what's is, is it better to have a bit more consistency in, rather than being up and down all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, lots of things we could we could yeah. chat about this forever. We it's, could do, yeah. It's uh, but one thing I would say to everyone is there's no algorithm when it comes to training for because we're all different. Like we, yeah. we're not numbers. We're not number specific humans. We're um, something for you won't work for me, and vice versa, or something that you do you might get a, a better training effect than, than, than I would, for example. Yeah. Um, so uh, you could go out for power hikes and it might not work as well for you than, than it would for me. And, um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's interesting. Lots of stuff, folks. Lots of stuff. There was one thing I was just I was going to throw in there is that the, one of the theories from Malcolm Gladwell, he talks, he talks in one of his books about how if you do anything, the whole practice makes perfect. Ten, if you do something for 10,000 hours you become a master at it. Oh, really? And I was thinking about this on a run recently and I was wondering how many hours have I run? Now... Did we not chat about this? I, mean, I think we may have done. It was mileage. We were talking about how many miles have you done That's right, in your, yeah. uh, in your lifetime, as in running-wise. 
So since so, I've got so my Tom, Strava up here, so Tom's getting the Strava to check. Just to check. So you, when the moment you were born, you, you had you put all your stuff. Yeah, so everything, everything since I was born. Yeah, I've gone back to my old high school uh, data and got it back. So basically, I've got of all time according to my Strava. So I got Strava in like we were, I think it was like maybe 2012 something like that. So all time, I've got 17,854 miles. So how many hours have you got? Do you know? It doesn't actually. It doesn't say. So say for example, well, well, actually, so in two thousand, let me look at two thousand eighteen alone. So two thousand eighteen, and I'm a, I'm a sort of, I would say I'm a good example of a regular club runner in terms of, you know, I'm, you know, somewhere between the guys who are doing big miles and maybe the people who are doing lesser miles. And I do, last year I did four hundred eight hours. So actually, ten thousand hours, I'm probably a long way off that. Three hundred hours in two thousand seventeen. 300 hours in 2016, 300 hours in 2015. Interesting that 2018 I made a Do, big step up. Right, I want to, I'm going to find out, I'm going to have an estimate of how many hours I've done in, in my lifetime. Cause I, you I will be at 10,000 hours, surely. Surely. 24 hours, 24 hours. Yeah, that's true, actually, yeah. Years of running, surely. Surely I'd be, but I, I don't know, if, I'm not a master though. I wouldn't say I'm a I can't. I'm no, I think you no, you're, master, you're, Yeah, but you've, you've run for Great Britain. Of course you are. No, but I just, just like, I can, master, what's that mean? Does that mean you, you're you the best at your, you're the quickest? Or well, I think it does. I mean, knowledge, it's knowledgeable. Or, I mean, running's running, isn't it? You know, yeah, you just the, run. Yeah, the theory is obviously it's not an exact science it, and it tends to be, does, I think it could be ending. So it could be, yeah. you know, playing the violin. 10,000 hours at the violin. Yeah. You'll, you know, um, anyway, interesting. So let's, 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 uh, it's called Outlier. Uh, I think it's called Outlier. Let me get that right. Uh, yeah, Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. So in the next week, let's have a think about how many hours. Yours is going to be an interesting number. Yeah, I'm going to have to add that up. I'm going to have to be. You've got to be honest though, because yeah. not, not all um, not all your hours will be on Strava. Yeah. What did I do in that year? I'm, yeah, I'm going to have a wee a wee estimate, and I'll uh, I'll report back next week, folks. I can't wait. I'm going to put this, I'm going to put that in the notes so we don't forget for next week. So. So yeah, good. So pretty interesting. Good weeks then all round. It is, yeah, yeah. And one thing we're going to do, folks, is I did mention this. We're going to create a Strava group. Oh yes, we are. Uh, yeah. So I, I will try and get this uploaded soon, and hopefully next week we'll uh, during my paternity leave when when I'm bored, I'll uh, I'll, I'll I'll get a wee a wee Strava group created, and we can uh, we'll, we'll we'll be sure to see what everyone's been up to. Indeed. So, moving on, let's talk about some race results. Now, one of them you've already talked about, which we should lead off with, because it's a big result, and the and it's kind of, kind of the longer stuff, which we love, and it's the hill stuff, which we're, we're talking about a lot at the moment, is the Larry Grew, which our man Rico was running. He was, yeah. We had Rico, he was he was going, he's been training, he's been wrecking the course, uh, and uh, yeah, it was, it, was, it, was, it was I was trying to refresh the, the, the oh God, D-Side Runners web, website, and to no, to no, to no avail. I had, I, I looked at race results. There was nothing there at all. Um, so I was like, oh man, I'm not going to be able to see who's who's doing how think people are doing. Uh, I was looking at Facebook. Nothing there at all. It was it was rubbish. So anyway, I did find the results. Um, and again, as we mentioned on Sunday, we were looking for uh, Strava, and Strava wasn't uploading anything at all. So it was. Uh, Oh, it was Sunday. It was it was like a the the Bermuda Triangle. Indeed, it was. So our winner, 
Drum Sorry, roll, I love that. Sunday was like the Bermuda Triangle. Excellent. I'm adding that to the list. That's great. <laughs> great one. Oh, jeez. Jonathan Crickmore, 302. Bravo. Wow, that's a great time. That, Outrageous. That course. So, bearing in mind, folks, it is a, it's a 27-mile trail race. And to be honest, there's probably a good bit of rain as well in the, the, night, the, the night before. It was peeing the rain in Afford. Mm. Thunder and lightning, you name it. Um, it was heavy wasn't it yeah, it was crazy yeah. so I don't and there's a really there's a, there's a big rock bed as well for a couple of miles which is very it's very difficult to get over um, so so yeah great time 302.41 so that's the second fastest time um, the Murray Strain he's broken the three hours in 258 or 259 I mean to put that into context it's 27 miles it's more than a marathon and there's a large section on terrain which I would describe as unrunnable yeah, I mean that boulder field is unrunnable. Yeah. Now I know some, a lot of the hill hill boys are going to call me out as a road running pussy, but honestly, <laughs> that is outrageous to run that sort of pace over that course. And I mean, obviously, he didn't run that pace through the boulder field, but he can't have slowed that much, you know, to to still no, run no. that much. I mean, it's bonkers. And, and he's twelve minutes ahead of second place, Brendan Davies. So I I I followed him, uh, and the reason I have is he does a lot of ultra running. Um, he's does he's, he's done a lot of the, the Ultra Trail World Tour series uh, it's like Ultra Trail Australia and things and he's done pretty well in that so that's Brendan Davies who runs for Innovate so he was I don't know why why he's in Scotland but good on you mate you know yeah uh, I think he got quite a late entry I understand from uh, did Andy Bain who organises okay so yes yeah, 3.14 he, he ran um, and third we had our man listener to the show Jason Kelly only what fifteen seconds back? I know, oh, man, unbelievable. That. Oh, I, I did see there was a wee video of Jason's. Like I was like, God, he's looking good for that the the last bit of the race. No wonder he was. He was chasing chasing Aye. big Brendan Davies down. Like Aye, so. that's a great result. Well done, yeah. Jason. Who is Jason? Is he run the, he ran the the Loch Rannick Marathon? Remember a that's few weeks right, before? Yeah, so yeah. so Jason really starting to push himself in the longer stuff. So yeah. well done. And uh, he's, uh, he's he's pipped uh, he's pipped Chris Richardson or man Rico uh, off off third place. Uh, so so Chris ran three seventeen eighteen. So it's been pretty close between second yeah. and third. I think they were uh, together. Second for, and fourth rather. I think they were quite. From my understanding, uh, they were quite close together for a while. Those three. Um, I think that's a good run from Chris. Actually, Chris yeah. is not. Chris is not a hill runner. You know, he's a, a road runner who had a crash course in hills and you know I think to run that sort of time is is really impressive actually. yeah and it's, uh, yeah I think it's, you know, that, that sort of time has, has won it in the past you know? yeah so yeah good result for the top four guys there well done um, and for the the ladies we had uh, sorry folks Metro Aberdeen's Kerry Price yes there we go so great result for Kerry so we had um her sister winning the the West Highland Way yes. last week. Yep. Um, on, yeah. And now Kerry, who I think does modern pentathlon, doesn't she? I believe. Um, Pass. I'm not Tom sure. Doesn't know, but I, I, know. I think she does, uh, and she's very good at it. So, uh, great, great transition. A talented family, that's for very. sure. I mean, really that, that's a really three forty two. That's yeah. a great run. Really great, good run. Great run. In uh, second place, not far behind, a two and a half minute uh, lead, or 
behind. It was Katie Wright, White from Garscube Harriers. And in third place, fair bit back, uh, but nonetheless, still got the third place, was Lisa Johnston in four and a half hours. So the, the, certainly the top two feet girls were well ahead. And Katie White has been in the results many a time. So, so well done, well done to Katie as well. There's a couple of shout outs. There's a few listeners actually have seen the results. So well done, Ian Carroll, 339, uh, who was second before actually behind the Aussie so well done to to Ian and also another name that uh, jumps out is Graham Aitken 353 local runner he's from Men's Trail Running Club so well done fellas really good yeah fantastic so that was uh, Larry Grew now I, I think we're going to have to we're going to have to do this next year if we get a chance Tommy I think we probably are have to we've talked it's a, it's a, we've talked enough about it I think we need to lace up next year yeah so the next one, let's go back to the road, will we? Great yeah. summer Scottish 10K. Right, so I put this in because I think this? it's because I saw a few folk ran it and it's quite an interesting one to talk about. But right, I'm getting lost with with Scottish runs, great Scottish great, runs, great, great Scottish run. summer runs. <laughs> we'll come to the great tie run. <laughs> now, surely, if I'm Brendan Foster, right, I'm going to be thinking, hold on, folks, you can't call your run the great Scottish summer run. Like, I'm, you know, it's, it's an absolute... Yeah. I guarantee you some people have entered that thinking it's a great run event. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Of course they have. Oh, I mean, why would you have great? What What's so great about having great as yeah. part of your so run? Look at their event website. Great, great Scottish, Scottish events. Oh, it's a rip-off. <laughs> I mean, I'm, 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 I'm not knocking the event, actually. I'm sure it was good. And it actually looks to be quite cool. Oh, but they, they, uh, they, they have the great... Scar- this, they do the great Scottish Tatty Run. Yeah, too. which was the day after. Yeah, brilliant. I mean, but what Over I mean is five hundred hearty souls. <laughs> yeah, look at that kid. Yeah. Food. So I mean, it's it's a really cool concept, and <laughs> they have it on on the silver nose. But they've got like what's the point of having the great Halloween paint. The great face paint run. <laughs> so the great Scottish Walk and Run Festival. Okay, I'm I'm. Struggling, you know, I've read it like that. Six great events. Six great <laughs> events. Look at them all. The Great Scottish Summer 5K. The Great Scottish Summer 10K. The Great Scottish Walk 10K. The Great Scottish Toddle. <laughs> and the Great Scottish Tatty Run. All on the same day at Silvernose. Now, that is... They're taking the mech. Honestly. They're taking the mech. <laughs> Good Brendan's going to be kicking off. He is going to be kicking off. Why did they keep the, uh, the right. events in Scotland? <laughs> The great Scottish tatty runs taking over. <laughs> oh dear. Even, even Tesco have uh, given <laughs> to it. Holy this, is, moly. this is bonkers. They're, oh dear, I'm going to have to look into this to understand <laughs> more. It's a Scottish athletic permanent event. <laughs> oh dear. You need to be Scottish athletics affiliated to do the Scottish tatty run. The sick, and they've got the toddle. I mean... Great Scottish, it's an absolute rip-off <laughs> of the branding. Anyway, we'll... How much is it? So, I don't know how much it is to enter, because that, if it's, I assume it's not great run pricing. Well, there's that, yeah. We'll see what the, what it comes in at. But anyway, so... This is great PR for the... It is great the, for the, the PR. Great, if the you great are, Scottish events. If great Scottish events want us to get involved and support their events, we'll be... Well, we'll we could be a sponsor. To. Exactly. We'll, we go, we get the TRS logo down there next to Tesco. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but look at that. So it's a ten k. It's just flat yeah. as a pancake. Really quite, ah, really quite cool. So TV potential. Absolutely. So if I let me find the results because it's not the, it's not the most uh, well 
well laid out website. In fact, they don't seem to have any results. Uh, they don't. They don't have any results. It's anyway. not about the results, it's about the take. Oh, no, here it is. Yeah, sorry, I beg your pardon. Great Scottish 5K. So it was won by James Ashley in 1852. Second place, Scott Henderson, 1901. Third place, Stephen Romer, 1910. And in the females uh, on that race, it was Andrea Seabrook for the... Wit- uh, sorry, that's over, over 40, so I beg your pardon. Um, it was Catherine Kennedy for the win in 2046. Leanne Calder, 2250 second place and Sammy Asmer 2603 that was for the that was for the 10k and there's the that was the 5k sorry and the 10k is uh was Lucas Gabrinsky in 34.21 for the win Sam Jones second place 36.05 and John Morris oh tight 36.08 for third place well, what do you win I want to know what you win do you, do you win a bag of tie a sack of ties well that may just be in the tie race maybe I'm not sure what you win here but on the women's, Jocelyn Moore, 39-19 for the win. Julie Atkinson, second place, 42-33. And third place, Metro Aberdeen's Alison Pilichos, 43-31. Alison, I don't know if you listen to the show, but if you do, tell us all about it. Special prizes for each category, first, second and third, male and female runners. Chip times, this is a Scottish Athletic Experiment event. So, I'm it actually surprised fair. it's come. I had never heard of it until I looked up the results no. t- today. It, it looks, I must say, it, it looks very professional. It does. The, the website and you things know, like that, you know. So, slick uh, website. Yeah. Um, they've got sponsors about us. We've got a, we've got a website, folks, uh, as well. It's slick, <laughs> it's almost yeah, updated. It's, it's uh, yeah. How are we? How are we read, read through that? Fantastic. Anyway, so yeah, brilliant. Maybe we'll head down and have a. I look at it, but it's a, an adventure challenge company, Great Scottish Events. There you go. And they're sponsored by well, all sorts if, we, of if, if anyone could get us a website like that, then uh, <laughs> yeah. then then oh, we'll be forever in your your uh, your debt. So that is the Great Scottish Five K, which actually that course is heavily used. So it's the part, it's the Silver Nose route, which is used for the parking every Saturday and the Scottish Five K champs. So it's a well-run route. Now I'm right. So I've got folks. I've got Tom's uh, laptop here now. I don't know how to open a, a, a web page here. Is that it? That should be it, yeah. Spinning wheels. So, this one oh, is the... Oh, God. This is the one we spoke about last week. Now, it's the Arica Alps one. So, it was this weekend, wasn't it? It wasn't last weekend, it was this weekend. So, we had our man, Finley Wild. Smashed it, really. 307, seven minutes clear, eight minutes clear of second place, Andy Fallas. Tim Morgan in third place, Edinburgh Uni, uh, Uni Hares and Hounds, 318, uh, two minutes behind Andy Fallas' 316. John Yells, Lochaber, he's running really well, he was in fourth. And uh, for the ladies, we had first lady was, um, it was Angela Mudge. Wow, there you go. So that's um, it's good to see Angela back uh, winning mm. races. At, legend, yeah, and act, is an actual, actual Scottish legend. athletics legend in, in the, hill, the world of hill running across countries. So, yeah, amazing to see her doing so well. And as a vet now, vet forty, and uh, second place was Helen Fallas, uh, Andy Fallas is uh, other half, half uh, from Carnegie four twelve. Third place was. I think it was an F50. It was Ange- Angela Priestley. 
So there we go. Mm. Third place. I tell you what, you're right about um, Angela Mudge being a legend. I'm halfway through Feet in the Clouds at the moment for the second time. Oh, yeah, okay. Which is a great book. And yeah. that's really, it's a great, I think it's a great book. It's a great story about, you know, the history of film running in, in this country, which is great. And it talks about some great roots. And it talks about, obviously, the, the Bob Graham, which is really cool. But it also, to see it through the eyes of a regular bloke who wants to take it on is really interesting. But anyway, Angela Mudge is just listed all the time in it. So... Really, uh, you I really starting to get a feel for how how good she is. Yeah, she is. She's amazing. She's still got you know, a, a lot of links with Scottish Athletics. She's the performance lead for Hill Women as well. And, is uh, she? Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, so she's doing doing a great job. So, um, yeah, great. Well done, Angela, for for doing so well. So Excellent. there. So I think months ago I meant I give a very short review of and recommendation on Shoe Dog, which was a great book. If you haven't read. Um, feet in the clouds listeners and you're like me you're relatively new into hill and fell running pick it up read it it's well worth a read really inspiring right so going back to a shorter distance and on the flat again we're, we're going up and down aren't we Tom we are going up and down the pit of 3k series now that's a that's a race I'd love to do and so that that's just around Cooper Park so remember when we had the stag do not the stag do the, the wedding park run yeah uh, oh so is it in there is it yeah we had it there um, and it's just yeah I think so who was the winner Kenny Wilson 8.42 which was according to his Strava was part of a session was it so we did 2 by 3k and the first one was was the race ah and then the second one was yeah. like 10.42 <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly yeah. Yeah. I think I saw leave, leave it all on the track and uh, just nah I'm sure Kenny ran a bit faster in the second rep than that then uh, so yeah, second place was Ewan Davidson in 9.13, so good time for him. And uh, third was our, uh, Kenny's brother James in 9.24, that James Wilson, so well done, well done to James. According to Estrada, James was also doing a session, so good on him. Yeah, and uh, this is quite a good time. Uh, Megan Keith, who's that in Vanessa Harriers? No matter what. Don't know. 9.53, so well done uh, Megan, that's a great... A great time. Um, and second female was Emily Andrew Inverness, 11.10. And third female was Grace Whelan, 11.49. So that's the results for the Pinto 3K. Now, it is a series. I don't know if that's the last one, but it, it does warrant fast times. It's dead mm. flat. It's not uh, far from you, actually. No, it's not. No, no. It's, it's it, in Elgin. So, so there, there you go. Sticking on the theme of 3K, midweek 3K races, there was also 3K on the green on Friday night, which is Glasgow Green. Uh, and that was, that's always a classic summer 3K series. It was won by a shout out because I think he's a listener as well Sean Butler, Camelslang Harriers in 9.21. Second place, Paul Kieran from PH Racing uh, in 929. Third place, unattached Paul Burns in 9.31 now this is another race it's bloody got M35 now M30. we've talked about this before M35 we don't want to see that as a category we want we want we want vets we want age categories to start with vet yes like I I'm when I when I'm 35 I don't want to be classed as a vet no. I think I, I think my my peak's going to be when I'm 40 Yes. Ish. Plus. Like Kipchoge. I don't want to, yeah, exactly. You know, look at Kipchoge. He's he's almost a vet then. Well, well, actually, if you if you use this, Mo Farah's 35. Yeah, that's true. Other names on the list, so uh, also another listener I see on there, Colin Whitby, who's been in touch quite a few times. So yeah, well done, Colin. You're calling a 953 there for a cheeky, what was he, sixth place, fifth place? 
Um, on the moving on to the women's results, it was a win for Kilbarkin's Holly Thompson, ten thirty one. Second place was Rosina Graham of Edinburgh University here in Hounds, eleven twenty. And in third place, unattached Justinas Regas in eleven twenty nine. So let's stick to even just as short, if not shorter. Well, not it is shorter. <laughs> it's the one. <laughs> <laughs> it's just right. It's oh god, I can't even get my s's and r's uh, mixed up here. Three Trimnoi. Is that how you spit, pronounce it? I think so. Summer series race. Uh, so this is a one mile race. Now, is it? Wait, do you know where this is? I think it's on the meadows. It's on the meadows, is it? I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. So it's obviously the it's a summer series. I think it's the first one. Um, so it's a mile. So we had Lewis Pentecost, Falkirk Victoria in four forty one. Murray Anderson four forty four. Dan McQueen four forty nine. Uh, and first female was Kirsten Maxwell five twenty five. Second was J- Jocelyn Moore. Uh, Edinburgh five forty, and your third female folks was Calf Ferry of Edinburgh six minutes flat. Nice, yeah. Well done, Jocelyn Moore. That's two mentions this week after uh, the great course. after the great Scottish events. Yeah. So what have, what else was on in the weekend? Well, what else we've got on? You mentioned it, and I can't find the bloody results probably because they don't they don't exist. But it was the great Tatty Run, which also includes <laughs> which also includes waiting for the Spud and Spoon race. <laughs> But right, I'm going to show up. If, go to the Great Scottish Events website and look at the Great Scottish Tatty Run so you can appreciate this. But I'm going to show Kyle a picture of the event. <laughs> it is exactly what it says in the tin. It's guys running with a big sack of tatties on their shoulders. And I'm not even sure how far they've run. Carrying a 20 kilogram bag for men and a 10 kilogram bag for ladies. It doesn't say how far. Oh, it's a mile. I'm now, there. unfortunately, the results are nowhere to be seen, which is a real shame because I would love to know what you can run, what what they're running that in. I mean, some of these guys are oh, absolutely medal. You get a medal for all tatty runners, and you get to keep your bag of tatties. Oh, winner! So, so that's not really fair, though, is it? So, and it's the, free the entry. It's free entry. So you're getting a free it? bag of tatties essentially. Oh right, wow. Okay. So there's us moaning about. Oh, you get. Uh, You've got to pay for the entry to get this one for free. <laughs> this is free. They also do a 4x400 four metre tatty, really. I don't know if you have to hand over the bag of tatties or not. Surely. If you drop the bag, so the, the ladies get a 10 kilogram, they only get a 10 kilogram bag of tatties. Yeah. The, the guys get 20. Shouldn't be, there shouldn't be equal prize money. I yeah. guess there's not equal prize money because they, they only get to keep 10 kilos of tatties, not 20. <laughs> so I, I would imagine Tesco must donate the tatties to yeah I think so event. yeah surely I don't see any other um, uh, I don't see any tat- official tatty provider sponsors all the right. tonics are a sponsor as well so yeah this god this event's getting great coverage this week I know jeez right well enough we're... about great Scots tatty run there's been bigger races and to uh, that, 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 that have happened and one of the ones I wanted to speak about now is the Western States. Now, some of you course, listeners yeah. perhaps maybe watched or you know, have been keeping an eye out on uh, on how things went and, and how the results were and who was racing. So we did have, um, you know, we, we, we had a Scottish guy who was, who was running, Paul Giblin. Um, so he was, this is his, uh, his numerous uh, times in the top 10. So it was good to see him running again. Um, but your man who prevailed was Jim Walmsley. Uh, again, you know, smashed the field, broke the record, uh, and 
but this time really he was he was closely followed by uh, Jared Hazen, uh, who was only ten minutes behind really, which is uh, yeah it must have been a, a great race at the at the front, and uh, also in third place half an hour behind, but again you know this is a hundred hundred mile race and it's. Uh, yeah, it's 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 quite a quick one to be honest. A little bit quicker than what the UTMB will be. Uh, but Tom Tom Evans from from the UK got a third place, which is a great result for him and one of the fastest times on the on on the on the route as well. That starts in Squaw Valley in California and finishes uh, in Auburn in California too. So so there you go. That's me, folks. I've just rambled for about. Two minutes while Tom was away, so if you thought I was talking too much, it was to fill in the gap, right? I've, so I've, he's, I've got, I must have a blood of a size of yeah, peanut. Yeah, exactly. Uh, he's, he's bouncing up and down again like, uh, like he, he, uh, <laughs> he, I can't remember, like got a PB again. Yeah. So, um, But Western States, is so that one that's on your list? I'd love to do the Western States. I'd love to do it. I think, you know, the, the, I know it's a, the two biggest, I think this might, I might be wrong, but... In, I think for the ultra trail races, the two biggest ones on the list to do uh, is UTMB in the Western States. Nice. So, UTMB this year, folks. Western States next year. Ooh, um, nice. The issue you've got about Western States is getting a t- getting to getting an entry to Western States is hugely difficult because you end up you, you, there's only three hundred and eighty starters, um, oh, so nice. you've got to go in a ballot. It's like they, they do a lottery at the end of the year. Um, or the other way that you can get in is you get golden ticket races as well. You get to run and go, I've got a golden ticket. You get, yeah, yeah, you get to go, hey, I'm in the Western States. But the issue with the golden ticket races um, are that they're all in America. So I'd have ah, to right, okay. fly America, do a race that I might not do get a golden ticket for. And then... You know, that would be a wasted journey. I would never be a wasted journey because you can, you're always going to do another race. But, um, so there, that, that's, uh, that's the Western States from the, the male side. But I was just saying, Paul Giblin, um I actually don't have the results. In fact, I do have the results in front of me if I load them. Jim uh, Holmesy, he's a Hoka runner, right? Yeah, he runs for Hoka. Does so he, he wear that new Hoka carbon? Yeah, yeah. So he's now got, he got the record. You remember yeah. Knight did their, their fastest yeah, yeah. sub two hours? So Hoka have done an ultra uh, equivalent and Jim ran uh, I saw that, yeah, that 100k was, it was. Yeah. So Jim ran a world record for the 50 mile and beat Bruce for Dice's uh, 50 mile record by a couple of minutes. I can't, don't know how much exactly, but it was like four hours and 50. So it's like, I think average pace is like 5.52 per mile for 50 miles, which is crazy to be honest. That is crazy absolutely pace. crazy. Uh, and it, you think, oh, you go out for, you know, some of the faster guys might go, 552, oh, that's easy, but do that 50, mile, 50 times, you know. It's, 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 it becomes a, a wee bit, I mean, I don't know, because I've never done it, but, um, but yeah, so there's some, some standout results there, but so, yeah, good result for Tom Evans from the UK, uh, and, yeah, I, I was mentioning about Paul Giblin, so he did come 16th, um, so well done to Paul. And uh, the first female was Claire Gallagher. Uh, so again, a really fast time from Claire, not far off the one of the, the top times that there's been there. Um, and second female was Brittany Peterson, and third female was Beth Pascal from the UK as well. 
Nice. So there you go. That's uh, that's the Western States, folks. It's uh, I, even as someone who's not uh, an ultra runner, and I, you know, I'm not following that many ultra feeds on social media, but there was a lot of coverage of it. It was really cool. It's yeah. really you just feel the buzz about it. Yeah, yeah. It looks like one of those races, like the the, the final lap as well, um, going into the going into the track. It just like yeah. so much, so many stories. That's uh, cool. Which uh, which it's just sounds sounds amazing to do, and just such a good thing. Ultra, you know, there's a, there's a real good ultra running community as well, and uh, in that kind of race as well. So it's maybe for next year, Tommy. Very good. Yeah. So what else do we have that happened? We had. Uh, well, it's not so much what happened, but it's the uh, this weekend is the is it the European uphill uh, running mountain running championship. That's right. Yeah. So big good luck to uh, friends of the show who we we're big fans of. Fat Simpson, Robbie Simpson is running. Uh, for GB, Jacob Adkins running, Andy Douglas is running, who's had a couple of really good results in in some of the World Cup as events. That's right. One of the states. J- Jacob uh, actually did the the VK. Did the VK? He ran the the VK in Chamonix actually. So I've yeah. run that route before. I have. Yeah, I saw his video. He had a really cool video on Instagram, and it was it was it's obviously someone filming him during the last bit. And the last bit's like Via Ferrata. Yeah. So it's like real scrambling stuff. It's a bro- I did it in a, years ago and. In fact, I'm going to do it again when we're at Shaman this year. Yes. Time trial. I'm going to time trial. See if can beat his time. Okay. But um, yeah, so that was a really cool video from J- uh, Jacob. I didn't realize he'd won it, so that was brilliant. Yeah. So, yeah, so we've got, we've also got Pippa Carcass and Lauren Dixon for the junior women's uh, as well, rounding the, the podium, not the podium, well, hopefully the podium. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, so that's this this weekend. So good luck, guys. Excellent. So we're. Um, the other bit of news then about things that are coming up is this weekend is the uh, night of the ten thousands at the Highgate. Uh, this this weekend. This weekend. So oh. so the show has got a very has got a, a, a sort of our own interest because Mr. Russell Strachan is running. Oh, is he? So he's gone down. He's racing one of the heats. So oh, nice. Really excited to see Cameron go. I think he can go really quick. And so what do you think Cameron can do in the track? Because he's not been in the track for a while. So I know Cameron will be listening to this on the flight going down. Right. So <laughs> I'm going So I think Cameron can go sub thirty minutes. Do you think? Yeah, I think he can. Can he, boy? There you go. No pressure, mate. I think, and if he doesn't, I'm not saying that's, uh, you know, Cameron may not have that in sight and he knows himself what, maybe he's not going for that, but, you know, Cameron is in low 30 minute shape on the road. Yeah. And I think on a track and a big heat, I think he can run that. Yeah. So, really he, exciting for it's him. It's amazing how, like, you know, if you get the right race, you're feeling good, you've got the right type of runners around you and, the, you know, you, you get out at a good pace, then you can really get pulled along and, and just leave leave it all on the track and you never know what's going to happen so oh that's exciting well good luck good luck to Cameron and good luck to who else is doing it so there is a a GB team as well competing in the European 10,000 Cup at the games and at the events and also the World Student Games and in the team Ehrlich McColgan and for the first time in nine years in a a British team is Sarah Inglis who we've seen in great form so we'll be interested how they go and this week Mary McLennan was called up Uh, so Ehrlich and Mary both TRS guests, so good luck, girls. We hope you have have good runs. I'm sure they'll be that'll be exciting. Um, yeah, and I'm, I think it must be on Vinco or Run Jump Through, you know, one of these streaming websites. So we'll keep an eye on that. Wow, well, wow, looking forward to that. It's uh, I thought it might even be on BBC, is it not? Oof, I think I'm there not was some sure. chat on there. It should uh, be. Yeah, it should be. Like the the type of event it is, it's actually gonna be great. Watching. Steph Twell's running as well. Adam Craig's running. Yeah. I mean, oh, I tell you what, I would, 
I mean, we've. I know this is this is the show where we say we should do this, and there's number. There's a huge list now. <laughs> we should absolutely go down and watch and run this. I think you need to be sub thirty two for a man to qualify. So I'm unlikely to qualify, and for next year it'd be a big jump. But I would go down and watch it run. You could qualify. Get yourself back in your PB shape. Get smacking out sub thirty one. It's sub thirty two, I think, to get. Oh Jesus! It's quick. Oh. Oh, so anyway, very exciting. I mean, locally we've got um, Will McKay's going down as well. So big, big number of Scots going down. I really look forward to recapping that next week. When? So is it? It's a Friday night then. Friday night, yes. Beers and had. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If we can get a live feed, maybe we should do a Facebook live bit. That'd be entertaining. Oh, Don't run it after the HQ. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Right. So that's the. Uh, Yes, we've got one. We've actually got a rant this week, don't we? We do. So I'm going to read it because it's kind of more aimed at you. Certainly, it is aimed at you, not at me. Well, but I it's an interesting. It's a question, because you know absolutely. But it's it's not a rant. It's a question. I think it's excellent. It came a couple of weeks ago from uh, James Callender, and thanks James for that. It's a one that we've been mulling over. Now I'm going to read it word for word. Actually, I think it's really, James put it quite well. In out and back hill races, there will often be parts of the course where climbers are being passed by the descenders in front. In this situation, who should take responsibility for getting out of the way? The climbers or the descenders? For my money, it's got to be descenders. Climbers can't move fast enough, aren't necessarily looking up, and can be larger groups where you wouldn't want 15 people making their own decisions at the same time. And yes, I resent having to jump out of the way of people who are faster than me. I've asked about an opinion seems split. We need TRS to provide us with leadership on this important matter. Thank you, James. So, Kyle, you are a very experienced hill runner. What is your opinion on that? So, just to be clear, we're just talking about runners. We're not talking about people who are hiking up the hill as in tourists and stuff like that. Let's say just in a race, it's a single track, and it's up and down the same single track. Who has responsibilities for getting out of the way? The climbers or the descenders? I'm going to say the climbers. Should get out of the way? Yeah. Why? Because they're going slower. They've got more time to see somebody coming down. And they, because they're going slow, they're, they're able to move. They can go side to side easier. Yeah. Whereas a, a, someone who's descending, because you're going so fast and you're choosing a line... Yes, then yeah. you're more focused you've got to really look where you're going whereas somebody who's going up don't they don't necessarily have to watch where they're going as much so they've got more time to react yeah does that make sense I see I get your, I totally get your point yeah. I see your point my only concern would be and this kind of echoes what James is saying is that if you're if you're moving slower you're going to get out of the way slower so sure, if you're running fast, and so you're you are a fast say you're absolutely mortar down descent. If you're relying on someone moving out of the way, it's like a game of chicken. Eventually, if someone's going to blink, surely it's the descender. And if you move and they move, I would rather just knowing they're not going to move, and I can put a foot in the heather and jump round them. Why don't we do a little reenactment then? Right, so <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm over here, right? Okay. Yeah. So I'm I'm the climber. We're on our feet you now. Go yeah. there, you go on that couch. Yeah. Don't sit on it. Not yet. Uh, so I'm I'm climbing. Okay. Yeah. And and you're running down the hill, right? Yeah. So right, I'm 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 going. Here, go. So I'm moving faster. Yeah. I <laughs> uh, see so your point. So you're saying if the climber, if the descender gets hit, he's going to go down faster. Yeah. No, it could hurt. He could fall. 
The descender, yeah, I mean, the risk for the descender is. But I guess much if I'm like this. Come on, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. If I'm going at you, you're gonna. It's like a rabbit in the headlights. You're just yeah. gonna shit yourself and go. Yeah. Ah! Yeah. And uh, do you know what? Like, I think the rule is, and I, I'm gonna. You know, I say. It's so there's the rule. But the climber, like I think you mentioned it earlier, you were like, well, that he's gonna have his head down, or she or he's gonna have his head down. But you shouldn't really have your head down when you're climbing. Yeah, sure. You should be upright. You, you should have an actual back, and you should be as you don't want to be bending and crouching down. You should be aware of your surroundings. So, uh, but I, I think you know when it comes to hill race, I think it's uh, it. It also depends on the type of terrain it is. If it's a big mm-hmm. wide track, then really the boys, the girls and the boys should be going up the hill on one side. The guys should be. And the girls should be going down the hill on the other side. Right, yeah. uh, but if it's a really narrow trail, then the, the chances are you, you just you really it's it's all about just uh, you know you every man and every man man for himself. You know. I'm trying to think back when I ran Presendine recently, and I remember seeing Robbie and Hamish come screaming down. I'm pretty sure I was just thinking if I just stay where I am, they'll deal with themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You so, know. so I mean, I said no. Now, coming to think about it, I think the descender because you're having to react so fast, so quickly. Yeah. You don't want to rely on the person who's going up the hill. I'm to, making a change. To yeah. make the change, you, you're not going to be waiting for them because you're the one who's probably going to be uh, in in much worse shape than the yeah. the, the climber. Uh, it's so, predictability. You yeah. want to know for certain they're not going to move move off their lines. You can go round. Yeah. Yeah. So I've changed my mind, folks. We've got a unanimous decision there, then, James. That I is think the, the TRS verdict. The decision because ultimately, the, the risk is much greater for the descender than it is for the the climber. I think um, that's. Uh, I th- but but equally, you can't just um, you know all you you know the uphill runners. You still have to make a decision as well, like you know. So you, I, I think it, it, it's almost like if you ever you've ever driven in. Um, like you know, I was saying, I was driving in Morocco. Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> yeah. don't, you don't. The person ahead or you know coming straight at you. The decision isn't just you to move; it's both of you to move. Yeah. Yeah. I see so, your uh, point. So, what about you? Do you? Do I you, I totally agree with you. And actually, I was gonna say, I think we're I think we're unanimous in agreement here. But we've had a we've had some word on the grapevine of some of some elite hill runner listeners this week on in a training camp. So if if are any, of the, if any of the any of the any of the is he Br- listening to TRS? Is he possibly? So if any of the British <laughs> lads who were just or our Scottish boys, I should say, who we talked about at the European uphills are listening to TRS, let us know. We're keen for some informed decisions. Oh, look at that! Informed That's opinion. It. So we've yeah. got we've got we've uh, we've got an image here of uh, Andy Douglas probably listening to take that <laughs> or pink or someone, but it's captioned that he's listening to TRS. <laughs> yeah, so. There he is. There you are. I hope you are, Andy. And uh, yeah, yeah. Good luck to good luck to you as well. And uh, we need to get Andy in the show because he's excelled hugely. He has since the last interview. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Uh, so so yeah, it'd be great to have that. Would have been that, Andy that would have been good. Show. A live link to Jacob, Andy, and Robbie together would have been ace. Oh look at that! We've missed a track. Well, you never know. When the next selected soon, sooner rather than later, we we might we might just have a chance. But anywho. So that, that was a good rant. It wasn't really a rant, but it was, it was more a good of a discussion. Question, yeah, but, we liked yeah. it. So continue to send your rants. Continue to send discussions. We've had no quotes. We've ah, had no quotes. I was about to try and find one. Well, Tom. while you find the one you were looking for, I can't, um, I can't load your internet app. It's uh, I'm having it's turned itself off. 
Ah, so, who cares? Um, well, in terms of in what, while Carl looks up, we've had um, obviously we've had a busy couple of weeks. We're now hoping to get back on the interview track, so we've got a bunch of interviews lined up, which have been we're way overdue in getting done. So we'll we'll take some time over the next few weeks to get interviews. We appreciate you your patience with it. We know there's a few people been in touch saying when you get another interview, but we we have got some names lined up and some some guys we're hoping to get uh, to get back on. As Carl mentioned definitely. Uh, like um, so before you, whilst, whilst Tom finds a quote, I'm just going to line up some races that are happening this weekend. Uh, we've got the Forest Highland Games 10k, great wee race. Uh, you can enter on the day as well. There's the, the Isle of Harris Half Marathon, Dollar Hill Race, Glameg Hill Race. Now that's a great race to do. Uh, it's a fairly uh, rocky scree type race to do. It's in, in, in the Isle of Sky, Tom. Uh, lots of Highland Games the Highland Games season's now started there's a hill race at Luss uh, you've got this is a race you did last year the UK Fast City of Manchester yes UK. that's right Yeah. so that's this weekend um, now I think uh, we've got a couple of folk going down to that one actually uh, so potentially Jonathan Peebles might be going down to that oh one. cool uh, is the Dundee Half Marathon is this oh, yeah. weekend uh, the Dram oh it's a marathon as well the Stone, Stonehaven half marathon too. oh yeah uh, so I might maybe do it Tom I'm not, I'm not Ooh, sure nice. yet, but uh, uh, we'll, we'll see we'll see we'll see how it goes the previous winner uh, there aren't you ah that's it it's, uh, but you can only put only whoever's in, in front of you or whoever's there in the day we'll see we'll see how that goes but it'll be a good it'll be a good wee sharp now anyway nonetheless uh, the Creef 10k Moffat Gala Festival running now also next week what starts next week Tom not the Tour de France the Tour of Fife oh of course the Tour of week. Fife oh we'll so, be covering that yeah Fantastic. we'll be covering that but that does start next week mid race mid week um, do you how do you enter for this is there a waiting list or can you just enter, I think, knock up on the day or? I don't know for sure but having run it before I imagine it'll be sold out now oh really you need to pre-enter I think yeah Okay. If we'll have a look on the Five AC website, I may be wrong. Yeah. So yeah, there's lots of different races. There's the beach race on the tenth, the hill race on the eleventh, one mile time trial, five k road race, tra- trail race on the fourteenth as well. The one mile time trial is that just like is it not like every thirty seconds? Yeah. It's, it's so high. It's, it's brilliant. great concept. It's a great it? concept. I think it's brilliant. Um. So so yeah. Well, good luck to everyone doing that then. So did you find a quote? I did. So in the spirit of what we talked about earlier on, uh, I want to, I'm going to give a quote from Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> so uh, he's getting two shout outs on the show. I'm sure he doesn't listen. We need to get him on the show. Practice isn't the thing you do once you're good. It's the thing that you do that makes you good. Oh, look at that. Lovely. Look at that. On that note, folks, thank you for listening. And uh, yeah, we'll catch up with you next week. It might just, this might be my last uh episode at Dadless it might be yeah <laughs> we might have to get Kyle's not on next week because he's changing nappies but no we will endeavour we will uh, we will we'll, we'll continue to get it out regardless of how busy Kyle is it may be a two in the morning recording you never know eh yeah part of part of the UTMB training though eh indeed well have a good week listeners and we'll yeah as Kyle says we'll speak to you soon speak to you soon bye bye, bye.